and welcome to the latest edition of the Fest MLS podcast with Hero and Oso. I believe it is week 23. Uh, we are getting to... I think it's later than that, but whatever. Well, Maybe for, for our the show, podcast. Yeah. Podcast. For the pod, I think it's week 23, maybe week 22. We're getting into the uh, into the end of the season here. The the temperatures hopefully will start dropping soon. And uh, yeah, Ben, nice call last week on Orlando. A big two and a half unit win on that one. Not too bad. Yeah, I just can't. I just can't get that like huge week. Me like, neither. I, man. Like I'm just like I'm just like skating along right now. We we in, the show won about a third of a unit last week, but man. Sporting Kansas City. And by the way, I will say, I, I of course, hedged out of it uh, a little bit. I didn't actually lose any money. Like, I know for our recap purposes, we, we don't count hedges. But let me tell you, if you ever have a plus 450 dog on the road and they go up 2-0, please, for the love of God, like, hedge that. Because there's a reason why any team is going to be plus 450. And I think um, when they were up 2-0, I got something like five, plus plus. 400 or plus 500 yeah. on the double chance. So I, I, I dropped a quarter unit and didn't lose any money, but I mean, sporting, come on. Like that game was capped perfectly. They were so much better than Austin, but Driussi, uh, he is, he's the X factor and, and he, he brought Austin back, but, uh, but yeah, Ben, we, you know, we had a winning week. We'll never turn down that. We'll never turn I, down. Midweek. Did you do anything midweek? Uh, not really. I watched FC Dallas win, which is great. They're, they're red hot right now. I watched Lucci get uh, a new job in San Jose. Uh, all's good. All's good in my soccer world, but I, I didn't make any plays. Did you? I sprinkled a little bit on Dallas, so that was good. Go. And then it was 1-1 one, one, uh, Rev Toronto, and I sprinkled some on Toronto. So, I mean, overall, I think I came out a little bit ahead, um, but yeah, not, not too much. Midweek is a little bit weird. Well, let's get into the picks. And again, I stole a pick from you as I did uh, in Toronto a couple. Literally, weeks ago. was writing it down as he as I got his picks <laughs> well, record for this one. My uh, my lock of the week is going to be Philadelphia. They're coming in at plus one twenty five on the road, going to DC United. As we mentioned, Philadelphia coming off off of a one 0 loss in Dallas. DC United coming off a one 0 loss uh, at LAFC. So both of them on the road. Uh, flying back east this week. So, so you know, not really any uh, any advantage there for either side. Um, if you remember in the LAFC game, Steve Birnbaum, he picked up a second yellow card. So he is going to be out for DC United. That's a big loss on the back line. And the, the thing about this game for me, if it was like minus 110, if it was a juice line, I wouldn't be playing Philadelphia. But all of the um, underlying numbers here say, and, and I mean just the eye test, we know Philadelphia is a much better team uh, than D.C. United. Philadelphia third in non-penalty expected goal scored. D.C. next to last. Philadelphia third lowest non-penalty expected goals allowed. D.C. third most. I mean, the, the underlying numbers here, like, it's not even close. Um, Philadelphia hasn't lost two games in a row since, like, mid last year and if you remember these teams played uh, a couple months ago ben do you remember what the score in that game was it was like six nothing or something like seven that. nothing they oh, got sorry. the extra seven point. nothing yeah they, they kicked nothing. the extra point uh they didn't go for two they kicked the extra point which you could say oh it's a revenge game for dc but uh you know we'll see if i, I haven't heard if benteke is even I, I, I find it very hard to believe that he's uh, the, the, the reports are that he's not, he's not, he didn't get his visa yet. So he's not, so he's not available. DC United has been shut out four games in a row. Um, I think at plus 25. We're plus basically 25. saying, what, was, what are you saying here is that the best team or the second best 
the second best team in the league, probably, right? We're gonna probably, play yes. You know, the second best team in the league is playing the worst team in the league, and they're getting plus money. That's what he's saying. That's all you really need to know. And and we now it wasn't quite. Remember a couple of weeks ago when we took LAFC, that was the best team in the league against. I wouldn't say RSL is one of the worst teams in the league, but they're definitely bottom. What are you half. talking about? They're in, aren't they like in the, above the playoff line? They're. De- I would the say they're a bottom team. half team in the league. The right middle of the pack to, to lower. We're so. Heat from Look, the riot right now. It's a similar situation. We're gonna take Philadelphia here plus one twenty-five, uh, and we're gonna Arsenal's go with that. Fifth in the West. Just just throwing that out there. Yeah, we're but I mean they're, they're not like, who's taking wow. them seriously? Who's taking them seriously? You know, like is, honestly, I, I need I need all the RSL fans to listen to this. <laughs> just just chime them. Just just like just give a little well, chirp, a little chirp. Well, I'm gonna need the Austin FC fans to come in uh, and come after you. And by the way. I do. I like this pick because I do think, well, I'll let you get into it. Let, let's hear your pick. Yeah. We're going to go with, you know, again, I would have gone with Philly. I think I might, I'm going to yeah. tail that one, obviously. Um, but we're going to go with uh, Minnesota at home against Austin. You know, we've seen some cracks uh, with Austin lately. Obviously they're going down big to SKC before the comeback again, but against, against SKC. So like against, yeah. you're coming back against one of the worst teams. Obviously they're playing a little bit better these days. Um, but Again, so they're playing as one of the worst teams, uh, but Minnesota has been playing pretty well. If you look at some of the numbers, um, you know they're you know they're they're safely above average team. You look at the last eight games, uh, their their expected goals is you know 1.6 uh, per game, and their expected goals against 1.4. So they're they're above average team. Austin has had similar kind of numbers, um, but they're going to be on the road, obviously. And Minnesota's at home. Minnesota's getting plus money. And I think, you know, you see, you see Josh Wolf getting a little chirpy with the media <laughs> last week. Uh, I have experience with that. that. That was always fun last year when I would ask a question and maybe he didn't like, he was very nice to me, you know, cause I was, you know, working for the team, but maybe he didn't always like the way I, I asked certain questions. But uh, <laughs> I think, you know, I, there has to come a point where we see Austin take a little, I think we're going to see them take a little bit of a dive here before the playoffs. You know, I think they see that they can't really catch LAFC, maybe a little bit less motivation because they know they're kind of like locked into that two spot, really. Um, and I, I think it's time that maybe, you know, Minnesota's playing well. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, into the can, two spot, huh? You don't think Dallas can catch him? You don't think what Dallas What is it currently at right now? One second. Let's see. Six points. What is, but six points? That's a Austin, lot of points. Austin has two, and Austin has two games in hand. So, <laughs> oh well, yeah, exactly. So they're pretty locked into the two spot. I mean, Minnesota again is looking to get that home playoff game. Yep. The about, thing, yeah. what, the I, thing mean, I, I can't get over is that Austin has a plus twenty. They are twenty goals better on their goal differential than what their expected goals is. And yeah, the idea the thing is of crazy. The idea of Austin, of course, we know they're a good team, but the idea of Austin coming back to earth over the last 10 games of the season and regressing to where they should be, which is, you know, a, a good team, a playoff team, but 20 goals ahead of your expected averages, I mean, so far and away above the um, rest of the Completely league. unsustainable. And look, they've only lost once since uh, May 29th, and that was a home game against the Red Bulls. They're pretty good. Uh, they're due for a loss. Let's just say that. Yep. 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 Well, I like that one. And now I'm going to, for my dog this week, I'm going to take the exact same strategy that you did last week. And I am going to fade the Red Bulls at home. Uh, This week, they've got FC Cincinnati coming to town. 
an FC Cincinnati team that has lost one game since the start of June. And how many games have they won? But that doesn't matter because (laughs) (laughs) because if you look at the number, they are plus 365. I'm putting a half unit on that, half unit on double chance, plus 110. Look, if they draw, I'll I'll take my. 0.1 0.1 unit uh, win on that one. No problem. Um, I think that there's a better chance that Cincy wins this game than that uh, Red Bulls win this game. And you're giving it to me at plus 365. Like this is another one where, as I mentioned at the start of the show, if Cincinnati scores first, go ahead. If you can put a little bit of a hedge on this one, but um, you know, the, the Red Bulls, I think, you know, they got that. It's, it's just so bizarre. As we talked about last week, their home versus road, splits they gotta win they probably put the nail in the coffin for uh, atlanta united season uh on wednesday night um get, getting that win in mercedes-benz so that makes it i would say that makes it a little bit less of a must-win game for new york um they're certainly not locked into their spot but they are six points ahead of columbus um for that last home playoffs or no i guess that wouldn't be a home playoff spot but um yeah it, oh, is, it would be yeah, yeah it, it would be yeah they're in pretty good shape there. It's not like a must win. Whereas obviously Cincinnati, I mean, they're fighting for every single point right now to, uh, to get in the playoffs. And I think that just plus three sixty five on this one, it just makes it too good uh, to pass up when you're getting a team that has lost one time since June against a team that's lost their last three home games. Um, and by the way, I think this is going to be a really exciting game. I see a lot of goals in this game. Um, we've seen some shootouts at Red Bull Arena um, in the last few weeks. And I, you know, if you want to back some goal scores like a Vasquez and a Brenner, if you're getting plus money for both of them, I think one of them is going to score in this game for sure. Um, so uh, maybe a little Acosta sprinkle there. Um, but I, I like the over in this one, but I'm going to back uh, FC Cincinnati for uh, for my pick this week. And uh, and what do you got, Ben, trying to make it, uh, is it three for three in a row on, on underdogs? I think I think you fit two in a row. Maybe we'll 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 we'll, we'll just say yes and, and move on with sure. with whatever we're talking about. Uh, so <laughs> I, look, we were just talking about uh, this team uh, a little bit. So I'm taking uh, well the, the opponent really. So yeah. look, I'm taking again. I think you made the right call here. Uh, I'm not as strong with it as I was maybe last week because like you know I think the rebels at some point they gotta be they gotta take some pride <laughs> in in some home games here. Like if you were. A Red Bulls fan, like some of us might be on this podcast, you would say, you know, if you want to go to a game, you want to see your team win. And yes. that just hasn't happened at all this year. Anyways, <laughs> so we're going, we're going uh, Portland is plus 230 away at SKC. Look, SKC, I just said it. They're playing a little bit better. If you look at their last yeah. uh, eight, eight games, they have a, a even uh, expected goals number. So, again, that would be like an average team, let's call them. Uh, against Portland, I think they're, you know, again, this is classic uh, Geo 7 race. The Portland team, uh, they're, not play, they're not hot yet. Obviously, coming off a 3-1 loss. Um, but before that, they had a pretty long unbeaten run. Not a lot of wins, but a pretty long unbeaten run. And, you know, they're, I think they're smarting, smarting a little bit from that loss against Toronto. Plus 230 is a good number uh, for any Portland team on the road, I think, against a, you know, a bottom bottom team, a bottom half of the league team, we'll call them right now. Uh, and I'm going to full unit on this one. We're not going to hedge this with a double chance at all. You know, it's only plus 230, so yep. you wouldn't really getting getting a lot of value by, by doing a double chance. Uh, and I, I, I think this is a good shot. Look, to be honest, I didn't really love a lot of the rest of the board. I think if you were, you know, you want to be crazy, you'd go D.C., honestly. because no way. Plus no 200 way. something at home. No that way. would be the crazy thing to do. Uh, 
Uh, I didn't love the rest of the board. I like, you know, I think betting against Red Bulls at home is, you know, a really good bet right now. And I think, if we, I think you know, again, SKC is playing a little bit better, but I still don't, you know, I don't think they're that yeah. confident right now. Especially coming off, blowing a, blowing a big lead. That's what I was going to say is what I'm interested to see is there was still going into the Austin game, maybe the slightest sliver of hope for Kansas City that, you know, they have anyone who listened to the show last week, Eric, Tommy and, and Agata up front, like they're, they're they've added a lot to the team. Um, maybe there was the slightest hope that they could make a run at the end of the season if they had gotten a win last weekend to try and at least have some hope for the playoffs. Uh, it's it's over now. You know, there's no chance of them making the playoffs or 10 points down with with eight games left. It's not going to happen. So you wonder what does that do mentally for them with Portland, a team that's tied for the last playoff spot, who obviously needs the result much more than Kansas City. Um, I, you know, I like what Kansas City has done recently. But again, at plus 230 like this, not too bad. I, I definitely don't mind that play um, on the totals. Now, I am going to Nashville for this one. Um, we have seen Nashville. They lost at home last weekend. Uh, they've they just it just seems like they're a team that has never quite found their gear this year um playing an fc dallas yep. team that is definitely in gear right now playing very very well um the i i love the addition of sebastian legit i think that he is exactly what dallas needed they needed a veteran influence in the center midfield um obviously they've they've played really well since uh since he signed uh since they traded for him i'm taking the under two and a half though in this one this is coming in at minus 103 um these are two of now these are two of the like i believe top half teams in non-penalty expected goals created but these are two of the bottom six teams in goals allowed two very good defenses and remember for fc dallas jesus ferreira picked up a a yellow card towards the end of the game he is not going to be available uh for the game in nashville after getting two home wins this last weekend, uh, two, two, a big six points for Dallas, I think they go into Nashville with the mindset of, hey, you know, let's let's try and keep this one tight. If we get a point, great. Like that's if you if you'd get offered them seven points out of the last week uh, against San Jose, Philly, Nashville, I think they'd take it uh, in a heartbeat. And Nashville, they desperately need a win in this one. Um, they're below the playoff line, barely. Uh, you know, it's. I think that whoever scores first in this game is – what I'm saying is whoever scores first in this game is going to sit on that lead, and they are not going to be pushing it. They're going to try and get that three points. Um, so I see this one as an under two and a half, basically at even money. Um, and the last thing I'll say about this game is that the, the total for Nashville home games has gone over two and a half and – pretty frequently and i think when you look at this line you can infer from vegas that they're seeing this one as an under as well because it kind of bucks the trend um that you're seeing at at geodis park this year so um, i'm going to go with the under uh in this one while uh one thing we have been uh, cashing pretty well recently is tailing toronto scoring goals they uh there was plenty of goals in the game uh midweek and and you like for that to continue yeah, look, I think what gives me pause a little bit here is obviously Insignia and, and Bernadeschi both went 90 on Wednesday. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's, you know, that could be a little bit tough. You know, maybe they're only going to come on for the last 30 minutes or maybe they're going to play 60. I don't see them playing 90 again. Uh, but if you look at these, they're playing their Toronto's at Miami. Uh, look, they're on tired legs. Um, that could lead to some goals conceded. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you yeah. look at these, the last, you know, five games for both of these teams, there's been an absurd amount of goal scored 
uh, both for and against for both of these teams. Yeah, they're going YOLO. <laughs> so, like, and this is obviously a massive game. I mean, I think Insigne and Bernadette has to start this game because yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. massive, they can't massive sit. game. This is a massive game. Um, it's kind of an elimination game. not that old game. either. It's not like... It's not like they're like 35 or whatever, like they're 30 years old. Whatever. They got to play. Greater is younger than that, I think, right? Uh, so they have to start at least. Um, massive game, playoff implications, obviously. We're getting over three and a half for plus 115. Uh, that's obviously, you know, it's, it's not a great number, but I think if you just look at these games, it's, it's a little bit absurd right now. Look, last three games for Toronto, 2-2, 3-1, 4-3. Um, yeah. If you go to Miami... It's three two two two. There's a one nothing, but then there's four. Or four then there's and a the four, expected four goals backs it up. It's like at least three expected goals in almost every game. Yeah. So we're gonna go over three and a half for plus one fifteen. Yep. Yep. And if you over three expected goals is typically going to bring you more like four goals. Uh, yeah. You know, for the most part, that's it. They've been they've been really giving that up. I like this one a lot. And you know, the other thing is, even if they don't start the first half they would come on at halftime and you feel like they each of them could Bernadeschi and, and Insigne could get goals uh, in the second half. And by the way, I tweeted this out on Wednesday, the gravy train of getting Bernadeschi and Insigne yeah. at like plus three fifty to score. That's over. Uh, we enjoyed that it. Well lasted, but, uh, but that's over. Uh, but one player that is getting a pretty nice number to score this weekend that I'm going to back uh, with my goal score. I've I played him, uh, I think once this year is Cucho Hernandez. Um, we mentioned uh, that Atlanta probably got their nail in their coffin this last weekend uh, playing the Red Bulls. I mean, it's it's their season's pretty much over. They're going to Columbus this weekend. Coming off the loss, they have allowed multiple goals in eight of their last nine road games. Um, they have played very poorly defensively on the road. And if you're telling me that Columbus is going to score a couple goals at home and you're giving me plus 150 that Kucha is going to score one of them. I'm going to take it. It's not, uh, it's not rocket science there. He scored, I believe he scored last weekend. Um, he's, he's, you know, obviously we've seen he's a streaky goal scorer. So, uh, so give me the plus 150 there uh, for Kucho. And Ben, why don't you round us off for the week with, uh, what is it, plus 300? I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know if this has been this. I mean, I think we, I think I've bet him once. Uh, this yeah, year, you did. Or maybe me. Gaz, it was me. Gazdag is plus 300. Yeah. What? Yeah. In DC. He's 12 goals this year, I think. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? I, I literally <laughs> had to scroll. That I like, literally just went to, you know, this is what I do every week is, you know, you go to whoever's playing, you go to the DC game, you go to San Jose, Houston, <laughs> one of those teams, and you pick the best goal scorer on the other team if it's a good number. I don't know if you guys have been following my trend here, but that's basically what I do. And, you know, I went to Philly, DC, and you, I literally had to scroll. It was like 15, he was like the 16th player on the list or something like that. Insane. I, I, I like. I oh, sorry. I I know this is you know great for live podcasting, but uh, because I x out the the tab here, but I got to see what the, it's. It's like it's literally there was guys like who I barely even heard of. I think who were above guys like sometimes like uh, these books just don't like know what they're doing. Yeah, like, I've, have, seen, I've seen ones where like Benny Redzic. Who's Chris Donovan? Who's yeah. Chris Donovan? I don't know who that is. <laughs> no, I don't idea. think that's the right name. So 16th was a little bit much. He was he's a 10th player on the list. Quinn Sullivan is above him. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And Penteke, who's not playing in this game, uh, that was just confirmed by Steve by Steve Goff. Who is Azad Liadi? He's plus three sixty. That's Never not a real player. So <laughs> exactly, <laughs> he's, not, he's, he's not even that much worse odds than Gaza. Like, what, what, what are we doing? So yeah, he's kind of playing the list when he should be what three, four, something like that. I mean, he should be plus he should be plus one eighty, something like that, and he's plus three hundred. So 
We'll see what happens. Let's just say this. If, if they played DC every week, he'd probably end with like 20 goals uh, in uh, in the season. So right. I, I mean, he'd score at least every other game. So, I mean, you're getting plus 300 to be plus 200. So whatever. We'll take it. We'll take it. Well, let's make this our, uh, our big week. Um, and, uh, and yeah, thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time on bet MLS.